Welcome to the Paradox College Podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Lizzie. And you're listening to our Advent series. Advent is the season leading up to Christmas when God's people rejoice over Jesus coming to earth as a baby and look forward to the time when he will come again. This Advent season, we're walking through stories in the Bible, seeing how each one points us to the gift of Jesus. Today on the show, we've got Delaney, a college student at the Paradox Church. She'll be discussing the story of Joshua. Once you've read today's devotion in your Advent guide, join us here and we'll get started. Our devotional for today took us through Joshua 6. This chapter in the Bible focuses on the battle at Jericho. Joshua was selected to lead the Israelites to the Promised Land after Moses, the previous leader, died. Joshua frequently communicated with God and took commands from him in leading the Israelites. Four times in the first chapter of Joshua, God commands Joshua, be strong and courageous. Now, to put this into perspective, God performed many miracles through Moses. Moses struck a rock with his staff and fresh water flowed out. He lifted his hands and plagues wrecked havoc on Egypt. Moses was the guy, and Joshua, being one of Moses' aides, would have known all of this. That's some pretty big shoes to fill. Yet, God selected Joshua to carry the Israelites on toward the land of their inheritance, and he tells him to be strong and courageous. If I were Joshua, I would imagine feeling a little overwhelmed by such a big task. I would think, there's no way that I can do this. God must have messed up when he chose me. I probably would have made it about me and my abilities or lack thereof. But when we read closer into the text, we see that God says in verse 5, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Did you catch that? God says he would be with Joshua. Moses is remembered as a biblical hero, but he kept doubting himself and his ability to lead too. What's so cool is that it wasn't about Moses at all, and it's actually not about Joshua at all, but about what God was able to do through them and their obedience. Often when we are faced with an intimidating situation, we are tempted to think about our limitations, fears, and make excuses. We forget that God is bigger than we are and more powerful than we are. We forget that God never changes. He's always provided for his people, but it's our fears that lead us to forget. Three chapters later, that was exactly God's command, to remember. As the Israelites were traveling, they came upon the Jordan River. There were thousands of people who needed to get across, and God made a way. He instructed Joshua to have the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant stand in the water of the Jordan, and miraculously, the water pooled up and stopped flowing so that the entire nation of Israel could pass through safely on dry ground. Following God's commands, Joshua tells the leaders of each of the 12 tribes to take a stone from the river and put them in a pile where the priest stood with the ark. Verses 21 through 24 read, Joshua said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. All of this was done to bring glory to God, to remember his goodness and his character. 
God wanted Israel to remember his work, that they would have confidence in him and him alone. In Joshua 6, the reading for today, we read how Joshua led the Israelites around the wall of Jericho and caused them to go crashing down without lifting a sword. They followed God's somewhat strange commands, but they trusted God's funky commands because of moments like crossing the Jordan on their own two feet. They remembered his power and his promises in seemingly impossible circumstances. They remembered his provision, and they were confident that he would do it again. How amazing is it that we live in a time where we get to read God's word and see over and over and over again how he delivered the Israelites. We get to be reminded constantly of his power, which allows us to be strong and courageous too. It is through remembering who God is and what he has done that we can have confidence in him. I think the greatest source of our confidence in God's power and providence is in Jesus. God knew that there was no way we could ever save ourselves. So from the very beginning, he had a plan to save us. We see glimpses of God's redemptive plan through the prophets and biblical heroes like Moses and Joshua. But the ultimate savior is Jesus. Jesus, in his death on the cross, burial, and resurrection, defeated sin and death. His resurrection sealed the Lord's promise. This Advent, we get to remember this beautiful salvation given freely to us by a little baby boy born in a manger who would grow up to save the world. Take a moment and listen to how we are to respond to the Lord in Psalm 66, verses 1 through 6. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earths bow down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds for mankind. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice in him. Now, spend some time reflecting on how God has provided for you and moved in your life in the past. Where has he dried up the waters under your feet? Write these down in your journal. Pray to the Lord and give him abundant thanks for his great works in your own life. Thanks for joining us for Paradox College's Advent series. We're praying for you this season that your awe and enjoyment of God may grow as your knowledge of God increases. I hope you'll join us tomorrow for day nine of Advent.